Hello guys and welcome to the Heritage Agendas Football Podcast. This is episode number 13. Uh, after yes, the, the two-week hiatus, it's good to be back. How are we doing? I'm doing well, bro. Good, good, good day. How are you? I'm good, bro. Long, long day, but you know, getting, <laughs> getting back into the swing of things. Uh, yes, sir. I mean, your team is finally back in, in, in the competition that matters. I know that must have felt yes. very, very good. <laughs> it was, it was unbelievable, man. Oh my goodness. Was this, uh, this was Saka's like for the, the whole, the whole gang. It was like their first games, right? Like the young, the young crew. Uh, the, 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 yeah, the Arsenal youngsters, pretty much everyone, except I think my, uh, old guard has had a few appearances, um, in the Champions League, but everyone else besides Zinchenko and, uh, and, and Jesus. Jesus, it was their first game. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Well, yeah. So that's, uh, that's, that's, that's really, really, uh, that's nice. And we're going to see how, how far they can go this year. Uh, yeah, kind of we'll start with uh, kind of a roundup of, of some of the games and kind of talk about our, our conclusions. We could we can just start with the Arsenal game now because we uh, we were on the topic. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that was the game you kind of, you know, zeroed in on. What, what did you think? <laughs> what did you think about the performance? 4-0, very impressive, clean sheet. Saka scored pretty quickly. Trossard, I think a goal is, and an assist. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it was it was an unbelievable day for everybody. I think um obviously is it's busy and I don't want to like put them down, but I don't think they're up to the level of like an Arsenal side, especially at full strength. I feel like I think that's our probably our best team on paper uh besides Martinelli who was who's injured at the moment. Um but the PSV is having a good season. Like they they haven't lost in the league. Um, they've only conceded one goal, scored thirteen. Um, but I, I, I think it was just like just it, it was a different class. I think they just were, you know, punching up their weight. Um, and Arsenal was too good. It's, and and I think I, I don't know if they did that on purpose or something, but they were trying to go like attacking for attacking against a team like Arsenal, um, which. Uh, and well, obviously for them, obviously it's a four four nil game. Mm-hmm. Um, but what did you think? And I think that what which which game was it? Was it Bournemouth at home where they slipped up? The the draw this uh, season. Who Arsenal? Yeah, yeah Arsenal. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't. It was, Bor- it was Bournemouth. It, it was yeah. it Bournemouth yeah. or, or Forest? It was one of those. It was one of the. Uh, let me let me look. Uh, it was Fulham. I'm sorry. It was Fulham. The two-two yeah. draw at Fulham. I remember early in the season we were talking about Arsenal. They were getting wins. They were kind of grinding them out, but they didn't really look like they were like stuck in first gear. Like they weren't yeah. playing good football, but they were kind of like earing out the, these wins. And then they mm-hmm. they had that draw at home, and then we were kind of sitting on here and we're like, Arteta just needs to go back. He doesn't need to reinvent the wheel. And I think that ever since the the United game, they've they've looked ten times better. Uh yeah, going back to the formations that they know no no parte right no parte right back, uh, exactly they've, they've got this pivot now and they're still using Havertz and Odegaard with with Rice as that solo number six. 
Uh, and, and using Trostard was really, really good today. Just kind of shows the quality they have in depth. And they were fantastic and good for them. And the, uh, now you have a, you're going to have a keeper controversy soon. Now it's Raya versus Ramsdale, which, uh, um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's any competition. I don't, I don't even think it's particularly close. Even, um, Raya is on a whole nother level from the two games I've seen him. Obviously I've watched him here, there when he was at Brentford. But it's it's not even like playing from the back or it's not like it's just like more commandment or stuff like that. It's just his positioning is so advanced compared to to Ramsdale, where Ramsdale would get himself in a lot of trouble just by being either he's up too too fast and the ball just goes right by him or he's not. He's uh, a little bit too far to the left and stuff like that, where Raya is like he's at the right place at the right time. Um, he's playing every ball i think he completed 12 deep passes today um so i don't i don't think it's particularly close um ramsdale should be familiar with this cuz this is he did this to leno um obviously as soon as he got dropped you saw reports oh he's linked to chelsea and bayern and all that stuff mm-hmm. but it just it just comes with the territory um and he he should know it you know this is a big club somebody yeah. like raya is he's not coming to be your backup you know he's coming to take your Just job take competition um, which is exactly surprising because i thought that you know goalkeeper wasn't wasn't a big need but to see them upgrade is is pretty impressive we'll kind of see if this uh you know starts to become a mess over over the rest of the year but i think you think he that's his spot now like he's yeah afraid- I, I i don't think it's i like champions league and premier league are just raya's moving forward and then cup games are probably going to be Ramsdale's because I, I like it's been two games, yeah, and he's kept two clean sheets, all that stuff. But if you watch, it's not close. Ramsdale is a little iffy, especially playing from the back. But Raya, Raya is here now. <laughs> what can we do? Fair um, enough. That's very true. Uh, yeah. I mean, so for Arsenal, where I think I I said a quarterfinal for them, I would say in their first their first go around, I'd be pretty like. If I was an Arsenal fan, I'd be pretty happy with that. Yeah. What, I mean, do you, you look at the teams? I, I don't think I had them in the teams that can win it, but you did. I believe you. I did. did. Um, I did. I, yeah. I, um, I don't want to overreact to a win against PSV at home. With like, yeah. to, to be fair to them, um, I still think they're a year away. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, that's a great start to the campaign and. What what would you be happy with? I think did you say semi final? I I th- I think if we avoid City, I think we can get as far as it takes us to see City. I don't think there's any team over two legs that can comfortably beat us. Obviously, game to game, it's uh you can't predict anything. But over two legs, I think we're just as good as anybody. And the only team I would say is better than us is City. The City. Um, but. I think you don't see what your your league side until the semis, right? Um, uh, quarters, quarters. So if we just avoid City, I think we can sneak into the semifinals, and then after that, it's just who knows, you know? Yeah, no, it's it's crazy to see how how quickly Arsenal have, like climbed up the ladder, uh, and they have the squad for both, which is th- like to fair to them, they've recruited really well, and they finally have like quality quality depth in a lot of positions. Yeah, and and today, especially once the game was in control, like you saw Arteta subbing people off pretty quickly. 
um, which just speaks to who, like, he has so many options. He can switch people around, so many versatile players who can play in multiple positions. Um, it's just injuries, and that's it. I think that's the only thing that's that's going to get in the way of, like, a successful long season in in this competition and in the Prem. But I think they have they have what it takes, so we'll see. Yeah, no, absolutely. We'll move on from, from Arsenal. Uh, PSG, uh, we talked about them as potentially a team that could win it. Uh, yeah. They look very, very good in, uh, in their win against Dortmund. Uh, thoughts, on, thoughts on them overall this season, uh, their ability in this competition. And obviously, if we talk about PSG, it's one guy. Uh, and we know what his exactly. name is. I'm not going to say his name, but... <laughs> um it's number seven on the left uh they it, have they it, have a great team now they 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 do they're a little bit um they're they're not top heavy anymore obviously no. they have arguably the best player in the world but they're a little bit more well-rounded um i think coming into this game they took a a, a bad loss in the in the league they did, but yeah. they, did. they took care of business i think they're a level above uh dortmund and it seemed like that they played really well. Just a complete good team, like a complete team win. Um, Mbappe got his goal. Um, and I think Hakimi scored the other. Um, but they're Hakimi, they're a really good team. Uh, on paper, I I think they're I think overall, I think they're better than their previous teams. I think up until 100%. up until way better. Um, and then they have uh, once uh, Usman Dembele gets into form and starts performing, I think the you know, the potential is limitless. I think they could do a lot with um, their strikers and their wingers. They have a good midfield, good defense, obviously a great goalkeeper, but they, they have everything they need. Uh, and then they have the most, the the best difference maker in, in, in the, the world. world. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, I look at their team and, and last season they had question marks in a lot of places. They went and got Lucas Hernandez and Skriniar for the defense. In yep. the midfield, uh they kind of re-solidified. They bring in Ugarte, who's a true number six, something they mm-hmm. haven't had since, I mean, maybe the days when they when they first got Danilo Pereira. And then you go get two true number nines. You yep. get Colomwani and you get Goncalo Ramos, who are two young, not proven, but they're, they're very good number nines. And then you go yeah. get a, a great right winger in Dembele, who really complements the game of, of Mbappe. And not only that, now you have you have quality and depth. You have Barcola, uh, you have Marco Asensio, uh, Lee Kengen. So yeah, they have a deep team, and they are definitely one of the teams that can that can go and win it. Yeah, absolutely. And and Asensio, he's, who's been really performing for them while while Usman Dembele rounds into form, but he's he's been. He's been doing exactly what he's been brought in to do, which is scoring, assisting. He's back to he's looking like his old self before the before the injuries. Yeah, yeah. I I put I penciled them down as a team that can win it, and I you know no red flags. I still hundred percent hundred percent think that they can. I I and and they're in a win. They're they're gonna win their group. I think pretty convincingly. Obviously, it's the toughest group on paper, but I think they're clearly above everybody else. Um. But yeah, I mean, yeah, for them, the question, what did you, marks... what did you, what, hmm? uh-huh. say, say that again? What was your question? Sorry. No, I was going to ask about Newcastle, but what were you going to ask? That's snooze fest. I mean, no, New, New, Newcastle. No, the, the snooze fest against oh, this, AC oh. Milan. 
I mean, Newcastle played like a team that knew they were on the road in a tough place to play. They just kind of packed it in. Uh, It was all AC. They are are cowards. Oh, my goodness. They just sat back for 95 minutes and just took a beating. But they got a point, you know? Yeah. They have a lot of, like, Newcastle have a lot of funny moments in, in the fact of, like, you look at their squad and it looks like a team in transition. Like on, on, yeah. on one thing in their midfield, you have like Guimaraes and Tanali, then you have Longstaff. Or like, yeah, uh, they just have like, it's, they have funny, it's like almost funny, but they have they have great players. Uh, obviously, the league has gotten really hard, so they have to prove themselves and prove themselves fast and, and go deep if, if it's either in this competition or Europa because, I don't know, when, you think... Yeah, top four is not coming I mean, by. I don't know easily. if they're gonna be top four, but I think it's top five even because of the next year is the league, the league uh, with the coefficients, and the Premier yeah. League will probably get one of those. So, I mean, yeah, I agree. I, with I, P- Tanali, Tanali, Tanali was a no show. Like he, I, he played seventy minutes, completed only ten passes. Um, Alexander Isak as well had zero shots. Um, so it's like. Their big players didn't show up, but I, it it doesn't help that they were you know, just you know just I mean, the, just the plan playing was to just deep. play for play for yeah. the draw, exactly. Which... And I and I think I think that's what will continue to what will hold them back because Eddie Howe I think he's he doesn't really like play one way uh, which has been I remember last year. Uh, they were playing against Man United at a later end of the season, and you're like, "Oh, because they just recently lost to them in the in the cup final," and everybody's like, "Oh, it'll be the same way. They'll just sit back." And they played so well, like attacking. They and can all be- they can they can do it, but he just chooses not to, and that's I, I just goes to show you this is a a they're backed by big big money. Um, if you if you don't take care of business, you're gone. You know, so you don't you don't really have the. I don't know if they they have the personnel to play, maybe the way he wants to play yet. We'll see. Um, obviously, they spent a lot in the summer, but it was kind of concentrated. I thought that this summer, with the with the prospect of the Champions League, they would bring in like three, four, like quality, quality players, like the type that they yeah. maybe were unable to the year before. Um, but I mean, it's 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 in a way at the end of the day it's in a way draw at San Siro which is which is not which is not easy so yeah I I know I I it's a good result I just think the way they played I think I if you, you like you're Newcastle you have all this money you have all these great players like it, it's the Champions League you know you need to show out you need to obviously you don't need to show out against freaking PSG and City and all that stuff and lose six nil but. AC Milan, I think that's their level, and they didn't they didn't play up to that. Yeah, very I think fair. we both had we both had we both had Newcastle third. Um, I think so. Did you? I think either second yeah, think or third. Both, yeah, I had AC Milan second, but I think we both had Newcastle third, and you have to get a result against PSG at this point. I think Dortmund will go either way for AC Milan or 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 uh, Newcastle, but PSG is the that one you have to at least get a point to 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 solidify yourself as second 100%. to advance into the knockouts. And then moving on to the other game uh, away in in Italy in Rome, this one was crazy. Lazio, Atletico Madrid, Atletico Madrid score uh, with Barrios, and then mid ninety five, 
Provedel the yeah. keeper, uh, with with the, the the glancing header at the near post. Uh, I I I was not watching that game, but I saw all the tweets and I saw the the goal. But I was like, I think he's the fourth the fourth goalie to ever score in a Champions League, which he is, is pretty, the fourth goalie. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. Atletico, I think Atletico could have got a lot more, but a the 90... The movement on that goal was crazy, by the way. Like, that was a striker's movement. And then, like, they looked yeah. it up, and then he was, like, striker, like, as, as a youth player, which you could yeah. 100% see. Like, some of those instincts, it's crazy to see. Like, it just never goes away. That's how that's how I feel about um, Onana. I don't think Onana's a goalkeeper. He's just... Uh... <laughs> He's just an outfielder playing goalie. Oh, don't worry. We'll talk a lot about his team. Yeah. Don't do not fear. But uh, <laughs> uh I cannot well, wait. Well almost there, almost there. But okay. you know, one one other big game uh I wanted to talk about. Well, one other big team, I would say big game. Barcelona back to back five nil wins. Absolutely. Uh, they look great. Uh Charles Felix, two goals. Uh Robert Lewandowski scoring again on the weekend. Cancelo scored. This is kind of going to bleed into both their play in the Champions League and in their league, uh, mm-hmm. where they're second right now with uh, with with no losses, four wins and a draw. Yeah. How do we feel about Barcelona so far uh, this season, overall, and and their expectations? You think you know from here on out? I think um, whatever I'm about to say, I'd like to like put a disclaimer and say um Antwerp were making their first USCL appearance. You very know? fair. That's very so, fair. Yeah. But I think in terms of attacking, um Jao Felix and Cancelao have given them something they haven't had. Um especially Cancelao because he's like an off- offensive beast. He, he creates is. chances. He gets assists. He gets goals. Yeah. Um and they've been relying on Sergio Roberto and uh Ronald Arujo. <laughs> yeah. Um and they created they created 23 chances across all competitions last year, which is just awful. Yeah. Um and then you saw er- coming into the season, um we talked about it a lot. They weren't playing attractive football that they're capable of because they're just being held back by just, you know, they have uh right backs and the whole at least right side is just yeah. completely dead for long periods of times, mm-hmm. but it's, it's their attack is balanced now. Um, and, and, um, Jao Felix give them somebody to play off of, especially with Lewandowski, who's a true striker where Jao Felix just can roam around and just have all the freedom he needs to do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's proven, you know, that's going to be the brand of football they play moving forward. Cause he's been so, so productive, especially in the last two games, the two games he's played. Um, but what do you, what do you think of them moving forward? Do you think they this will qu- stay? They have question marks in certain positions. I think right, they for how much money they spent. I think just four million in, in transfer fees this this summer. They yeah, got, they got better for sure. Romeo, great. Cancelo, yeah, uh, gives them gives them a true right back, something they have not had. They were you know running Kunde and 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 what's Kunde Roberto and, and Araujo last season, like you said. Yeah. Uh, they like I said, uh, one of the things I always credit Barca for is they always, you know, they play kids from the academy. Now you get, uh, you see Lamal in the mix. Obviously, last season it was Balde. Um, I'm sure it will not be the last. Uh, yep. And Joao Felix, I mean, they just they took a chance, and he's he's paying he's paying off right now. Uh, obviously, this question marks can you know with Rafinha on the right. Obviously, the loss of Dembele was very very hard on them. 
mm-hmm. and you know, but can they go and win it? Maybe. I think I think for them the expectations for me is also a quarterfinal. I think that their team caters more for a league, and with Barca, there's huge questions about Xavi. I think it all comes back at the end of the day to Xavi and the way he plays. And like you said, big asterisks on this. This is a 5-0 win at home, which is great. But it is yeah. Antwerp. Uh, let's not get carried away. I still think I, I want to see them. Sadly, we're not going to see them really tested at all uh, in the group stage. I think that they, they kind of comfortably beat the, the, the teams in the group. I believe it's Porto, Antwerp, and uh, I'm trying to think of the fourth team. Porto played today against Shakhtar. Shakhtar is the fourth uh, yeah. So I don't really think they're going to be challenged in the group phase, but I mean, Chavi said the expectation for them is the round of sixteen. <laughs> I think that's what he said he'd be happy with, which is surprising for for a club as big as Barca. But I think if they can get a quarterfinal, they're going to challenge deep into the league for sure. They have a they are a league team. They've always been uh, a te- a league team uh, with Chavi and and even before him with with Ernesto Valverde. So so we'll mm-hmm. see. No, I, I I agree with you. I don't I don't like Xavi putting like such a cap on their season, especially yeah. the round of sixteen. I don't I don't like that. Um, but I think starting eleven wise, I think they're super talented. Obviously, Cancelo can be exploited. We've seen that, and that's a lot of reasons why he did not do well at um, Barca. And I mean uh, Bayern and Man City, but. Well, he has spells where he's like literally the best at his position. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something they need. Yeah, that's 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 very fair. That's very, very fair. Well, uh last last game, let's isolate this game into two. Well, we can talk about the game as a whole, but we're gonna talk about yeah. the second team and second team in this in this game for, for a while. Uh yeah. well for let's let's do one thing before let's, we talk about this game. Uh because yeah. this game is gonna kind of bleed into what we're gonna talk about after. Uh mm-hmm. Who's your who's your is City still your winners, right? I believe the last time we talked about it. Yeah, I th- I think City repeat, yeah. Mm. I I told you I said Bayern, right? Yes. Yeah, so I I think that doesn't change. If you have to pick a top uh, a top scorer this season, who's is it is it just going to be Holland? Um, I thought about it. I think it might have been a little bit too easy to say Holland again. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, the next two games, I think Harry Kane is about to put on a, a stat padding um, a masterclass. But yes. I think I think Harry Kane wins um, top scorer. Okay, we agree. That's mine. And then your yeah. dark horse. Who's your Who's your dark horse? Uh, to win. Um, Just to to, to, win. to cause problems. I think it'll be it'll be Barca for me. Obviously, Xavi thinks they'll just get to the quarters, but uh, <laughs> I I have I have more faith in his team than he does. Um, but I think Barca is because I think offense, like just going forward, they're Lewandowski, Jao Felix, like they have such offensive uh, power um, that they can they can beat anybody. But also can be said the other way. But they they, they were so good anyone, last year yeah. defensively. Um, so I'm 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 gonna trust that their defense holds up and keeps keeps the pace that they were on last year. Um, but Barca is my my dark horse to to actually like uh, go a little bit further than what they expect um, is, people uh, and themselves. I I also have a Spanish team. I think there's I, and mine is Atletico Madrid. Okay, uh, I think they got better uh, across the board. They have a lot of 
of great depth, even though they, they had a draw, uh, you know, in Rome. Uh, Griezmann has, has come back into form. You can they can bring out a, a bunch of names, a bunch of names from from the bench. Obviously, Angel Correa. Uh, they have Aspilicueta now, Javi Galan for the left back, uh, Samuelino, who they who they brought back on loan from Valencia. There's just one team that you never want to face in a two leg tie. Yeah, Simeone's team. They play defensive. They scrape out games. They 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 are hard to break down. Uh, they they never give up on. In terms of in terms of fighting, you, you know what you're gonna get from them. It's pre- it's predictable. You know how they're going to play, mm-hmm. but they're very very hard to break down. And I just think that they're such a great team for a competition like with two legs. So so for them, I, I can hundred percent see them beating one of the big teams. They have the squad to do it again. Yeah, I think they are always good for a clean sheet, which is something you need in those yeah. two leg ties. Um, obviously now there's no um away, away goal advantage. Hurts um. So it doesn't, it, it, you just have to, one nil is their bread and butter. And yep. if you lose one nil to them, you, you are cooked. So yeah, yeah that's, they're comfortable in that way, playing that way. They've, it's this, like, especially under the Simeone reign. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's worked. And obviously they've, they've won La Liga, all that stuff, but, and they've gotten really far in the Champions League several times, got yeah, into a final, even two finals. Very, very yeah, so conversations they, they... about them. Exactly, exactly. All right, well, fantastic. Last game is Bayern Munich versus Manchester United. Let's start yeah. on the let's start on the Bayern side. What did what did you see from them? Uh, I mean, their team, their their squad is nuts this season. Oh my goodness! Um, <laughs> Mus- uh, Musiala, right? Musiala's Musiala was Musiala, Jamal Musiala, yeah. He was unbelievable. Um, completely just running the show um for 90 minutes. Um, but I think what what I what I saw was just I, I like Man United is not up to par. Mm-hmm. Um it it was a little bit too easy at times. It was just one-sided, one way for long periods of time. Um but like like we've gone into this several times over over like over this over this season the just Bayern like they looked like grown men compared to Man United especially physically they were just completely outmatched outweight everything um and I don't think they got they went up 3-1 I think at like the 55th minute mark and they just completely just shut everything down obviously you don't want to see that but I I think it was warranted because Man United were not a threat for the the three goals they scored were just, or uh, that won't happen again. But it's just they were just they're 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 not up to par with the with the big teams with of, the big of teams. Europe, especially. I mean, they're they're my winners. Once Neuer comes back, which probably a couple months away, I just yeah. look at their their depth position wise. And now you even bring in like Lamer, who can play. Who they used him today on the on the right side. Uh, and then you just look at their depth. Coman, Muller, like Thomas Muller came off the bench today. Nabri, Sane, obviously you get it. They have a true number nine in Kane who's who's being used to the full extent of his abilities. He's just dropping yep. deep. He's playing these wingers in. Obviously he has the full range of passing uh, on top of how how good and clinical he has uh, he is as a finisher in the box. Uh, Musiala today showed, you know, he was miles better than the number 10 on the other side, Bruno Fernandez, uh, And... Just Kimmich, Goretzka, 
their their health is obviously going to be a problem potentially but if they can stay healthy that's that's more than capable as a double pivot to to really mm-hmm. challenge in this competition they got better at every single position that they struggled at last year the fullbacks uh and the center backs and striker and they have arguably the best striker in the world they have two very very capable right backs in in Lamer and obviously Mazrawi developing more Mm-hmm. And center back, they have options now. Upamakano is not playing well. Delict. Delict not in, playing yeah. well. Upamakano, Kim Min Jae uh, on the left. Uh, true left sided center back. So yeah, I mean these are these, this is my winning. This this is my winners. They are they are going to be hard to play against. They're going to be well rested uh, every week because obviously they're not always the most challenged from their league. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they they have a crazy crazy team. The um, Sané and and Gnabry, oh my, they're they're incredible. Especially with Harry Kane, as you said, it's just it just opens so many things up with so much space. You know, both sides. Yeah. It's yeah. it's tough to defend. And and Man United saw that firsthand today. It's just. But the uh, let me ask you something. The uh-huh. you <laughs> your boy uh, Casemiro scored. Or two goals today. Were you were you able to celebrate those goals? I mean, they're 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 consolations. They're good for him. <laughs> they were good. They were uh, they were funny goals. But, I mean, let's yeah, let's the first, let's. The, the, the first one was hilarious when he fell to the ground and then just, like hit. Just, it. I think it like it, broke it, XG. Yeah, they were talking about how like it, it didn't even have it couldn't even be like recorded with XG or something. Oh my! He stepped on the ball, fell. And then it just rolled right. Oh my goodness! But, I mean, let's talk about United. I yeah, I think we're gonna be here for a while. Last episode, we had our talks about Tanag, and we disagreed. It's like one of our first disagreements. On like, yeah. I thought that Sancho was very justified in what he was saying. You thought that, uh, you know, to stick with Tanag was was important. Mm-hmm. It's another loss, and they had one on the weekend too against Brighton, and that one was way uglier than this. The one thing I will say is they they played way better today, at least for stretches. Yeah, uh, where do they even start? Let's like where do they even start in terms of improvement? And it's just another season, and it just feels like we have the same problems with United again. Um, the Brighton game they played really well the first twenty minutes. And then everything just fell to oh. the ground. Um, just completely. And and today they were good for stretches, but like, like it, the their margins for error is so small. Where if they don't capitalize on anything they do, it's gonna cost them. Because one, it seems I, me and you both think Onana's a capable keeper, but it seems like he can't save anything. Um, mm. today there was clear mistakes. Like the goal, the first goal was on him. Was, was he just literally, glorious. yeah. And then, and then against um against Brighton, some of the shots he's com- obviously defense is 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 a problem, and they're conceding a lot of the same goals where like the midfield is not back on time, and somebody's just getting a cutback and shooting a a wide open shot at at Onana, um, and that's hard to stop. But like I f- I feel like he has to be like be you know accounted for like he needs to be making some sort of effort i think every shot he's every shot is going in at like a 90 rate anything that's on target it's it's ridiculous yeah um that's very true yeah and 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 obviously like uh 
we can we can talk about Ten Hag if you'd like, but what is on the field is is not working. Um, it, Bruno Fernandez is a great player one game, and then he looks like the worst player on He's the pitch the next game. Yeah, yeah, and then Rashford, same thing. Obviously, um, Rasmus scored today, but like it was just like a consolation goal it's not kid, something you know? that matters he's he's a kid but he's exactly. being depended on to like to, which is to, what we to said be the years. leader yeah to be the leader of this attack um to lead this attack um and and Rashford this season is off he's not off to a good start he has one goal this whole season it's been six games that's I, I don't think he's gonna hit that as you like to say that purple patch where he had 30 goals and like 12 assists last season yep um and then all of that um, obviously we disagree on just like the off field issues, but on fields, we agree. Like Ten Hag is not doing a good job. Um, uh, tactically it's way off. You don't know how they're going to play. Their midfield is inconsistent. Um, I, I, I don't know if he can change the way Bruno plays, but he's just like his attitude, his, he doesn't defend, especially Rashford, Rashford, there's periods of time against, against, um, Brighton where Rashford is just literally, just strutting around, like just walking back and forth, not engaging in anything defensively. Uh, he's not crossing the halfway pitch line where where um, Brighton are just going right by him sometimes. Um, so I I don't want to say <laughs> I don't want to say it's Ten Hag out time, uh, but it's, it's not it looking. It feels good. like it's getting there. I mean, it, again, you know, go ahead. They spent so much money in the summer and they still have... It's like, it's crazy. And this is the problem with United. Some of these weaknesses, it feels like they've had for like six years, five, six years. They still don't have a bona fide right winger. They went and spent a hundred million on and Anthony. He's been okay. They spent 70 million on Sancho. He's been okay. Rashford still has question marks. How many years now we've been talking about Marcus Rashford? Uh, Martial, no. to be fair to him, played very well today. He's still depended on for goals year in and year out. This is year number 10 for Anthony Martial, uh, which is crazy to think. Garnacho's been mm -hmm. very, very good, fair to him. They don't have, I mean, th like their signings this summer didn't make any, some of them didn't make any sense. Obviously, they, they maybe they miss Mason Mount so they can play the way they want to play. But even when Mount was signed, we're like, that doesn't really make any sense. With Bruno Fernandez, it doesn't really match. He's not, he's not a number eight. Um, Fullback, they're very weak. I mean, Regulon and, and, and Dalo is just not good enough. To, like, just let's put it and say it that way. It's not good enough. How does Brighton have uh, a Stupinian and Lamptey for, for left back and, and you have you have Sergio Regulon and, and Luke Shaw? You're Manchester United. I mean, these these players are just not, they're not good enough anymore. Uh, they have a lot of question marks. The football doesn't seem like it's ever getting better. I feel like it's always getting worse. I mean, this mm -hmm. season, I, and they're mentally, they're so weak. They are so, so weak. Like you said, they had a good 20 minutes. The first goal goes in for Brighton, and it's just off. Like, it's like the, there's there's no intensity. There's, there's no... I mean, how many games has Ten Hag since he joined? Obviously, like I said, shielded by that 12... 12 or 13 games in a row where they won last year and then they had the cup the league cup which is already like okay like it's it's, it's okay it's you're manchester united you know that's yeah. what you're supposed to do at the end of the day um now i mean how many how many games has ten hag had we, we slapped by city uh slapped by liverpool 
loses to Brighton multiple times. This is not the first time they've lost twice, or maybe even three times. Did they lose home and away last season, I think? They did, yeah. Yep. They did last home, year. Home and away. I mean, we could probably go team by team and, and see that they just... They have had good moments. Obviously, they had the win against City. They had the win against you guys last year. Um, mm-hmm. But it but seems that's, like... That, but that's that's where it stops, though. That's, you, it is. You see it for a game or two. Yeah. Um, There's no consistency, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, and then the the trophy, I, I that is a good thing. Obviously, winning a trophy every time, but they didn't play anybody. Uh, no. They got to the FA Cup final, and City handled them in within the first ten minutes of the game. Yeah. Um, and then the whole they score, they they concede a goal, and then morale is down. That that just goes up to that. You can you can go to Bruno uh, Bruno Fernandez, who's just head down, pouting the rest of the game. That's your captain. And there's, there's, I feel like on the field, there's no accountability because Bruno Mars just uh, Bruno Mars, excuse me. <laughs> it's been one of those weeks, bro. I don't blame you. It's Bruno, been, per, Bruno Fernandez. Bruno, Bruno Fernandez is just gets to just run amok, do whatever he wants on the pitch. Um, Bruno Mars. And there's, he's not held, um, he's, He's not held uh, responsible for, responsible for what he does on the pitch. He starts every week. Obviously, they don't have anyone as good, but the the as good as him happens every other game. Is that something you want? And he's twenty eight years old. He's not somebody that's going to be around for another five six years. Um, so it's just the squad is aging pretty quickly, especially uh, the bigger players. You know, um, uh, what's his name? Mar- uh, Martial. You said has been here for ten Cas- years. Casemiro's getting older. Yeah, Casemiro's older. Um, and then Bruno's 28 years old and, and there's no, like one thing I've, I've seen with Man United is just that the lack of like, obviously they had Greenwood and that went left, but like the lack of like academy players coming through, it's just, there's, there's what, who do they have now? Palistri and, um, Palistri they bought and, and Hannibal. Like they have, they have young players that like, but they don't have anybody that's breaking into the team and making a difference like Garnacho to be or, fair. They're not what? Garnacho, but he's I don't think he's up to he's not a weekend weekend weekend. He's week not, but he's 18. Starter. Give him some time. He's a, he's, he's a 18, good player, but, to be fair to him. He is a very good player. But, but having one of those players is not good enough, I don't think. Uh, having one Garnacho is not that's it's not, not gonna maintain or sustain anything, especially when you're spending so much. So if if you if you're buying a player, he costs 80 million and that doesn't work out. He's just there for the next five years, collecting whatever money you pay him. Um, so it's just, it's just, uh, it's I don't know. I don't know how many United the recruitment fans that do doesn't it. make any sense, man. Because like the fair thing to Arsenal is like obviously Arsenal had a couple really down years, but then you saw yeah. them slowly buying player here fits into a system, player here fits into the system. Maybe they bring like you said, a couple kids from the academy. They, they obviously had, were lucky into bringing a couple of players uh, who yeah. like all came up at the same time. Um, but I mean, you just look at United. How many Rashford? Huge question marks again. And and you know, Rashford moves like he's 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 a top five player in the world. Uh, he's not. Oh, he's, that is that misses that fucks with me so bad. The way he, he's just he's just above everybody else on the pitch. He just doesn't. He does absolutely nothing. It's just and it's excuse. I, I don't game, like that guy, man. Excuse after excuse. He's not playing in his preferred position. Great, you go get a pr- proper number nine. He has almost no defensive responsibilities. That's fine. We never really talk about it, but that's fine. 
uh, it's just excuse after excuse after excuse. And, and, and the time for excuses for United is over. I mean, this is going to be another coach uh, that maybe they're going to go through. They, obviously, we need to see Amrabat. We're still waiting to see maybe he's the double pivot that United have needed with Bruno Fernandes. But, I mean, I don't think they're one player away. I think they're four players away. So there's no... The word I'll use is creativity. There's no creativity in recruitment. And it's it's mm-hmm. very evident. It's the same bland players, the same team, the same issues. Defense, defense, defense. How many hundreds of millions have they poured into defense? Like, even by luck, you should have got something right by now. Like, just by pure luck, just by throwing, you know, kind of almost throwing darts at a board. Like, sh- surely one of them should have should have stuck by now. Uh yeah. I mean, obviously, they're dealing with injuries there, but, I mean, fullback has been a need for how many years? They, all they brought in was Malasia, who's someone Ten Hag has experience with in the Dutch league, which is becoming a, like a meme now that every player he, he wants to bring in, he has he has played with. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. They're very, um, there's no, like, they're very reactionary when it comes to the yes. transfer market. Yes, there's, yes. No, there's no long-term outlook on things where... You're building two, three years out. It's it's basically oh, we conceded seven goals in the first two games of the season. Let's go get Casemiro. You know, like it's it's very much like that. Obviously, yeah, Casemiro yeah. is a good player. Yeah. But you you have to think like you know something. You you have to be able to sustain um, especially the way you're spending money. You can't spend four hundred million pounds in two seasons. And then have nothing to show for within three years. It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and the, and the crazy thing, I mean, we'll see. The Ten Hag people are starting to become split. Before it was a very like, oh, but And the thing that makes me upset is like after every loss, it's always the Glazers, um, Morto, I think his name is the, 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 the club president. I don't think it's yeah. their fault, to be fair, this time. like the, You can blame them for the infrastructure and the issues with Old Trafford and the training facilities and how they're falling behind in that realm. But they have given the board, I mean, they have given the coaches, the players that they've wanted for, for a very, very long time. Like Pogba, uh, obviously you know, Casemiro when he was in, Anthony, Onana this summer. They've spent a lot of money. So the excuses are, are it's always the same same loop. Owners, players, coach. Owners, players, coach. Just go, we're going down the line. Soon it'll be the players, and then it'll be the coach, and then they'll restart, and they'll do the same stuff. You think there's any possibility Ten Hag is gone before this year's over? No, no chance. Too much. I don't, I, 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 no chance. I don't think so either. It's no going to be... I don't know. You either have to just trust him, where you just give him four years, and then if it doesn't work out, then you reset with like somebody young and just, but this whole giving managers two years and then just sacking them, which they've been doing the last four managers they've had has mm-hmm. been a, two years, two and a half years at most. And then they're gone. Um, they should have, they should have kept, what's his name? Ragnick. That's, that's the guy that, that As had the recruiter, a vision. I know, yeah. man, but I mean, to be fair, they, I mean, they blame the owners uh, for him for leaving, but the first thing Tanag said when he got there is like, I don't want to deal with this guy telling me who I who I have to buy and who I don't have to buy. Like, get him out of here. Like, that's the way I saw it, um, at least. Then he went. And yeah, took- like he's he, uh, Tanag was coming in with like a lot of pedigree, at least for what he's done, especially coming in from like he had two, like what three years uh, was it two years before where they did um where they beat Madrid and stuff like that, got to the semifinals, all that. 
and you want you want to come in and run the show yourself obviously it has not been successful it has it has not been it hasn't led him anywhere and now his job is in question but i don't i don't think it's in question the fans can't do anything else besides say 10 hag out or four hag out or seven hag out you know whatever they Crazy. Uh, I mean, all he's wanted to do is bring in people from that team that that went that went to the semifinal. De Jong, uh, they've been rumored with Delict. Uh, I remember when, um, like, uh, you know how they do the whole like when when Arteta was hired, he was given like a tour of the of like the facility and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Um, and Arteta was like asking for, "Is this here? Where do you guys have this? Where are the drones? All this stuff, you know?" Like he was just asking. For a guy that like knows exactly what he wants, um, I would have loved to see Ten Hag's tour of the facility when he got to what is it called? I need to, to, I need to see their facility, bro, because it must be it must be horrid for like Ronaldo speaking out about it. Uh, I mean, you just look at the stadium; like, there's there's issues in terms of the, the, I will say the infrastructure and the concerns with that are one million percent valid. But yeah, to talk to talk smack about about the the. The spending in the transfer market is just it's it's out of line to me, bro. There are teams that would kill to spend how much they spend. Yeah, the I, the only team that competes with them in spending are just City and Chelsea. I I feel like so it's just, mm. you know, so Chelsea's in the gutter as well. But like yeah. City's the, so it doesn't. It, Arsenal's, it's Arsenal's gotten like pretty good spending recently too which is pretty, like I, I but i i think they've earned that though it has a, it's not a they earned their spending when they started they when they first started spending what was what was arteta spending he was spending like what, what 300 he spent 300 mil like two summers ago two summers ago which year was it they spent 300 mil there was never a summer they spent 300 they were a year they were number one in the world in spending that's all i remember which yeah, with like a hundred, with like a hundred and twenty million. That that was when they got Ben White, Tomiyasu, Ramsdale, all of them. But the, but all those <laughs> players, it it doesn't even matter if you let's say they did spend three hundred million. That three hundred million was worth it, you know. It was, like, it the, was. But they he got but, backed before he did before he. But really I, it pushed. was it was it was, no. I I, I think he ten he's spent as much as Ten Hag has in two seasons and Arteta has in four years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but that but that took. Bro, we were we we I, I remember there was Unai was like they told Unai like you have thirty million to spend like Arsenal that was a used thing. To never Arsenal. spend. I remember when they exactly. got Ozil, for example. That was like wow, like Arsenal just broke the bank. They spent like forty yeah, but, mil. But once you're on a like a upward trajectory and you can convince well, owners that this money will 100%. come back, yeah, that you can spend whatever you well, want. It, it's going but, to. They don't need to spend but, that much anymore. But Ten Hag is getting all this money with nothing to show for you know so i think it'll get worse before it gets better but i mean i, th- I think casemiro gets bought out by like middle of next year he's <laughs> oh they're putting him out to dry he's not up he's not a, like a like well i'm trying to think of the 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 type of he's not a collect the ball and spray passes all over the field type of midfielder like they don't they put these players into like roles where i'm just like shaking my head i'm like bro do you know what like who your personnel is like Casemiro is the type of player you put as just he's like no I don't want to say destroyer to be like he's not like you know he's not like a he a can't hunter do. yeah he's <laughs> he's a pure six like he's the best that like you just see him in a three man midfield as like a single pivot 
you not play balls to him and then expect him to spray passes like that's you need to have creative players around him he is not you know he is not that that was always his problem at madrid he was never good with the ball but i mean obviously that was that was that was really not important when you have Cruz and Modric next next to you but he was the best defensive dm in the world like by and large he, no he he was but now you have bruno who's just who ha- who is so careless with the ball? Ericsson and just, Bruno are no Cruz and Modric. I'll tell you that exactly, and that that just you know that exploits everything Casemiro can't do. And that's then, very true. So, but uh, let's kind of pivot from the Champions League to the Premier League. There's only really one team I want to talk about here, and that's yeah. Chelsea. Whose mm-hmm. only win this season was against arguably the worst team. Uh, well, maybe we'll see. Obviously, by the end of the season, but the worst team in, in the history of the Premier League, Luton, who are let the let let the let the record show that you predicted they would win that game, which was a, you know, uh, Chelsea winning. A, saying Chelsea will win a game is like a a big thing now, you know. And I said so... the score too. I said three 0 <laughs> They're gonna dominate. Yeah, they look that it's just every single season. It's the same thing with them. They, they were coached to a win. They don't find a way. They I look at their team. It's not bad. It's really not bad. Like, they... I don't know. It's just like, now it's just really starting to hurt my head. Like, I have no idea what they should even do. I saw, like, their lineup. The lineup was recognizable. I, I knew everybody on, on the pitch that would start. But then I saw their bench. And I swear to you, I couldn't recognize all one name kids, there. all kids, Cole, all all children. Cole, and it was Cole, yeah. After Cole yeah, Palmer, the Man City striker is the only person I saw. I was like, "What the hell?" Ben, yeah. But I, I it's just I, I like obviously they drew. They didn't. They played like ass, but they got a point, which is better than what they did the week before. And yes. it's such a low standard. But I, I, I think. Like that's how they have to keep building, you know. Get like yeah. a, like a small win here. Okay, we got a point here. Let's go for three next week, you know. Oh, we got another like st- stuff like that. They they're not they're not on uh, the they're far, man. They're, the way they're, they're moving far. is so. Yeah, I mean, just... I said I said they were third. I love I loved what they did with their squad. They were deep, but I mean, time's cooking now. I mean, you let let us see this next couple of games. Home versus Villa. They have to. This is a like this weekend is a must win. They're, oh, they're getting cooked. <laughs> Emery is gonna cook. Winning. We'll see. Away to Fulham, then away to Burnley, both winnable. Home versus Arsenal, they're gonna lose. Uh, Brentford, and then and then it gets tough. Look look at these five games in a row. At Tottenham, mm-hmm. Man City, at Newcastle, home Brighton, and then United, United whatever for now. But those four at least. Arsenal, or I'm sorry, Tottenham, Man City, Newcastle, Brighton. Those could be four losses. Yeah, they. Yeah. I think. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I was gonna say. I think I. All I know is Unai Emery has not forgotten the Europa League final, um. So he has something for them this uh, yeah. this this coming Sunday. But like, I I don't know what more. Like you've spent a billion dollars, you have to look better. Like I was looking at the table, and they're sitting right at like fourteenth, fifteenth, and everybody else below them is all red, which is Sheffield United, Everton, um, Wolverhampton, yeah. and Luton, and all those teams. And they 
are just the same. They're like just they they look like they are where they're sitting next to United. To be fair, (laughs) (laughs) you you. I love this season, man. You any chance you get, you gotta just. I'm gonna eat this season. I mean, I had Chelsea third, which is the crazy thing to me. Is like, I, yeah. you look at their squad on paper. Obviously, football is not played on paper, but you look at their squad and you're like, they did so many things right. Like, there's a lot of things that, like, they did right. Obviously, they spent crazy money on Caicedo. They brought in a striker that I think was serviceable, Nick Jackson. Just maybe you just, maybe they just have no, they have similar problems to United, but they just don't have good leaders. But they had Thiago Silva in, in that locker room. Like, you just look at their team and they're like, like wow, like this is this team is not bad. Like they should not be doing this week in, week out, every single week. It's like we've been talking of the same thing for this is like 18 months. This is historic incompetence for Chelsea. They have like three league wins in the last like 27 or 28 games. Like that is like let's say it the way it is, that is relegation form. Like if they keep Absolutely. playing the way they play, and once once they get to that stretch of six or seven games, bro, we could be talking about them going down. Speaking speaking of leadership, Tiago Silva was on Twitter, you know, complaining that the he wasn't Champions playing League, in the Champions League, you know. That doesn't look good for youngsters, you know. I mean, I so, saw the funny thing, the quote tweet that was like next season and it was like him and it said Premier League. <laughs> and <it was> just... <laughs> Which I uh, mean, bro, if they keep playing the way they're playing, then I mean, man, we'll see. That This is this is rough. This is new. These are new lows for, for Chelsea, but... Overall, let's say you had to pick a top four right now. You can give it yeah. to me in order, in no particular order. You've seen all the teams now, five games. Give me your top four. Yeah. I, I think it's pretty simple. I think it's Man City 1, Arsenal 2, Liverpool 3, and Tottenham 4th. In terms of just everyone playing how they're playing. Yep. Um, That's pretty much the most... That's the easiest top four right now. It's clear cut right now. They're above everybody else. Those four teams, especially how they're playing, they're the the way they have spent their money this summer. Um, especially Tottenham, they have a, a few other players that from the last year's spending spree that are playing relatively well. Um, but Liverpool are really good. Arsenal are really good, and City's the best in the country. So, what about you? Mm, I think City, Arsenal, Liverpool. Mm, this last one is so tough. It's between Brighton and Tottenham for me. Uh, uh, Brighton, I, I think want get... Brighton to get Champions League so bad. Well, maybe it won't matter where both of these teams will be top five and they'll both make it. But I want they deserve. Yeah. They deserve. Uh, uh, it's just going to be hard for me to see how they they fare when uh, when Europa starts and they're really asked to rotate. But they did a good job this this weekend. They had no Estupinian and no Evan Ferguson starting, and they slapped United. They yeah they, I th- I think the if if you added how much money the starting eleven cost, it was like twenty million less than that, I believe. That's crazy. So it was man. like the Zerbi like has has proven he can coach anybody. He's but I think great. Over he's my favorite over like coach. Thirty eight right game yeah. Over a thirty-eight game period with Europa League, with the FA Cup, all that stuff, I don't think they have the depth to compete with, at least Tottenham for that top four spot. They, like, I Evan Ferguson is like the most 
like tantalizing prospect in the Premier League, probably. And he doesn't play week in, week out. He's just you never know when he's gonna play, and it's just and, and this this week they look look at this who they bring off the bench: Milner, Pedro, Gilmore, Ferguson, Fati. Like that's really really good quality off the bench. You just said Milner, bro. Come on. I mean, he gives you experience, bro. He can play at four different positions. He's not bad if he gives you 10, 15 minutes a game. I, I get that. Afati, yes. Gilmore has moments. Like, he'll play a good pass every three games. and then Draw Pedro is not bad. But Tanum is just, I don't know. Rich Allison scored, bro. Rich Allison. I'm believing in Ange Ball, bro. Rich Allison got a goal this year. Oh, no, they are nuts. They are very, very, very good. Madison, yeah, incredible. Son, uh, Kuluchevsky, Richarlison. They're playing that they four lost, back. Um, they lost. They lost Perisic for the season. Um, yeah, he just he tore his ACL. Um, that's going to be a big loss. But... but Brennan Johnson and they they did went and they got Brennan Johnson, who they've been pushing for for a long, long time. For a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw uh, I saw this ad. I don't know if you saw it. It's like some for Australian TV or something like that. And they were like, "If if you're not a fan of Tottenham, it's okay. Like, be a fan of Ange Ball." I was like, "Yes, <laughs> I am too." He's the, he seems he seems like a he's a he's a great guy to uh to 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 coach for. I was yeah, seeing he's, some he's, of his answers in in the media, and and it, you know, you know it, it seems like, like his a, players want to die for him. Exactly, and like. You need managers like that. You need somebody that's going to change the culture, especially coming off of Conte and Mourinho. You know, those 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 managers are legendary managers, but they deteriorate clubs. They slowly yes, kill them. Yes, very, know? very quickly. Um, so, so he's 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 opened everybody. He's opened everyone's eyes. Like, they believe. So They do. They really the, do. It, it, it's not going to get them anywhere this weekend because Arsenal will smack them, but... We'll That's see. The North London Derby, man. But we'll uh, we'll end with the segment we call three five two. Uh, we put yeah. five minutes on the clock. Uh, three predictions each. Two people in the studio, obviously. Uh, yes, sir. So, how about you give me your give me your first one for for it can be you know anything UCL related, Premier League related, rest of season. We like to keep these pretty open. Um, we haven't uh, surprisingly we didn't talk about Madrid today. I know, um, I know we did not. Uh, obviously, they had a really exciting game. If you want to just touch up on it, um, yeah, let's let's touch up on it really quick, and yeah. then we'll go three five two. I mean, it was yeah, a good you, win. What did you see? It was it was yeah. another game where they didn't play well, or I think they could have played better, and they found a way. They got the points. Good teams do that, but obviously, you cannot play the way you played today against uh, against against Arsenal, Man City, Bayern, one of those teams. You will get slapped. Uh, it was him again. It was Jude. Six goals this season. Absolutely yeah. insane. Uh, He's unbelievable. They needed your whole your summer, whole midfield man. is unbelievable. They uh, uh, unreal midfield. They just missed one guy, which is crazy to think that. Like obviously they they would still need you know reinforcements at right back for example, but yeah. Kane was the last piece. Just if they had Kane, to be fair, Joseo played played well today, but they just need that, you know, that just need that final person in the attack to take him over the line. Yeah, the uh he scored last weekend as well, Joseo, but he's been playing well for somebody that post, everyone yeah. in the club hates, or ever at least the outside fans. Um, but I don't I don't 
like Vinicius is injured. That's another he's thing. Back, I think he's he'll back, be back next week. Yeah. He'll be back next week. Uh, it's a hamstring injury, so I probably I don't think they'll rush him back. No. Slowly, yeah. And Arda um, Guler comes back, which is nice. Which is at least depth is slowly coming. Um, but I remember last year, I think me and you had Tottenham pretty high. I think we had him in the top four last year. Yeah, and. Did. And early in the season, they started like they were. I remember that draw against Chelsea where they were down two two one, and we were like, "Oh, yeah, they're they're a good team, but uh, they're a good team, but you know they're starting slow, but they're getting points. You know, they're winning games from the back, all that stuff." I think over this is what I'm seeing with Real Madrid because they're winning, but the way they're winning is I know we've said I've said unsustainable. I'll, I'll be the first one to it's, say it. unsustainable. Yeah, it's very unsustainable. And when that comes to an end, when a goal drought happened, when Jude, like, hopefully doesn't happen, if, like, something, like, he's injured for a week or two, it's just, like, goals will dry up. That happens throughout the season. You cannot ask Jude Bellingham to get you um, a goal a game. I, I agree with what you're saying 100%. Yeah, and so when that happens, it's spooky. It's, it'll be dark. And I don't think there's any... I don't think there's any way you see something like that. Well, if something like that happens, I don't think there's a light at the end of that tunnel. Because it's just... Is over then. If, Jude, just, if anything happens to Jude, is, it's over. Their midfield is just too good to let that happen. Like they have so many guys. They're six deep in midfield. There's even seven deep with with Bellingham if you count him there. Yeah. I think that there will be times at this season where there's long stretches of of lack of form. But if there's any team in the world who can just turn up for one game, it's Real Madrid. They always find a way for these those big games. They live for them. It's it's in it's like embedded in the culture of the club. Uh, yeah, I'd I'd be I'd be really happy with a semi final uh, this season for us, and the Champions League. Do I think it's gonna that, happen? It, it depends yeah. who they play. To be honest, I'm I'm really excited to see the Napoli game, especially the away one. Uh, that that's a pretty yep, good benchmark be club. Yeah, that will be a big test. Uh, and this weekend we have a derby against uh, Atletico, Atletico Madrid, Madrid, which is not easy. Uh, that is not an easy place to play. Uh, mm-hmm. So I mean, they've been and, tested, but. And then to get back to what we were doing, the three five two, I think the goals dry up, the one nails dry up, the mm. two ones dry up. I will Atletico takes care of business. They win one nil. <laughs> they win. Yeah. Okay. I have I have us I have us tying. That's my second one. So I'll move mine around. So okay. My second one is 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 a draw. I think it's one one. But you have us losing. Hmm. Uh, I I I think this will be depending on how how this goes this would probably be my final real madrid prediction anything because i've been wrong every time you i've said predicted us something. to lose like four times man <laughs> <laughs> like literally for every week i'm like bro this guy like he does not he does not stop the agenda does not rest bro i know but it might it might a jude might might have buried me man i don't i don't he's I, so good he's he so can't he keep just getting away with this. he's very inevitable but that's that's yeah. that's okay. So that's our first one. What's your what's your second? Uh, my second is the North London derby. I think Arsenal comfortably win. I think Tottenham have come out and looked like a great team. Um, but I think Arsenal are on on another tier. I think they're a tier above them. They're a top four team to me, Tottenham right now. Um, but Arsenal's a league contender. They're fighting for a league title. So. I think they need to take care of business, and I think they will, especially coming off today's win, um, where they looked so dominant, where everything was free flowing. I think everything was 
just perfectly scripted. Um, so I think they take care of business. I'm taking a 3-1 um, scoreline. Uh, all right. I'm going to talk UCL here. Next week, okay. there's no UCL, but the week after, the game that probably I will zero in on the most outside of outside of Real Madrid at Napoli yeah. is going to be Manchester United Galatasaray. That game is, is huge for, for, for United, and I don't think yeah. that they're going to win. I think they're going to draw at home to Galatasaray. And I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm starting to to think that I don't know. I don't know if they make it out of this group. I think Galatasaray got away with one today um, against Copenhagen, they, who are good too. Yeah, who are good. Yeah, are good they too. were down two zero and they tied it up with uh, like the eight ninetieth minute. Oh, mark, their front so. four is 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 insane, man. It's Icardi, Ziyech, Zaha, and uh, who's their who's who was at their number ten too? They had they had a very very good number ten today. Who was their number ten? It was uh, Mertens. That's a crazy yeah. front four. That is a crazy and, front and, four. And 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 they have Lucas Torreira as well. They have yeah. really good. They, they have, have a good really team. good players. Yeah, they're dark um, horse for sure in terms of making noise. Yeah, so I think I I I like that because I I think you picked Galatasaray to I did, come out, I did, right? I did pick them, but I'm so I'm starting. You to, need I'm, that. I need yeah, and then your last one. Um, hmm. my last one is Chelsea. Um, Unai Emery avenges. I think it's. I think they're gonna get smacked because I don't think I, <laughs> the, the way Aston Villa has been playing is so. Oh my goodness! They're very, very. They're, good. they're they're flying up and down, um, and I and I don't think they have an answer. Especially their defense sucks. Their midfield sucks, and they can't score. Nico Jackson misses another. I missed another tap in last week, I and know, it's just. And Sterling had the shot from like very, very close that like almost went for a throw. What in the yeah. world is going on at that club? Is so like something stinks there. I don't know what's going on, man. They need it's to figure Bole. it out. It's it's Bowley, whatever his name is. It's him. He spent one billion. What do you want him to do? He spent one billion with no plan. He said, yeah. "I'm gonna just buy whoever buy youngsters." I think be good. X Y Z has potential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, this is this is football. Do you know how many youngsters don't work out? Oh my goodness! I mean, he's trying it's... to apply like a baseball strategy where he's just like prospect farming. Like that does not work. <laughs> it, it worked for him with the Dodgers. I mean, I yeah, believe. there's so no like triple A and double A in, in exactly. football. You cannot yeah. just farm prospects and then just and then cash in on them and trade them for stars. Like that's not the way this game works. Exactly. But exactly, that's. The, the they are the Chelsea's not Chelsea I th- I th- I think when we made our predictions I said they should be around the top four I uh, said third yeah I them over Liverpool man do you know how crazy that is uh, well you, you thought <laughs> <laughs> I should be ashamed of myself man it happens I, yeah Chelsea's Chelsea's not a good team um, and there's no I I will continue to preach they're a young team all that stuff but they're playing one game a week at this moment right now. And it's there's no time for development. You got to start winning games. And that's what Pochettino's uh prioritizing. And I think in the long term, that's hurting him. You yeah. Know? So you have nothing to play for at least this year. Might as well just get these guys the reps they need. And he's not doing that. Mudrik, I think they started Mudrik last week and he was terrible. But you have to let him play through those, you know. So what can you do? Two games this weekend, 
the game you just talked about, Aston Villa, Chelsea, and United Burnley. I think one of those teams, United or Chelsea, lose. I have United in this twice. Can you believe that? This is insane. Like you, like, the agenda. They really insulted your goat that bad. Dude. I, bro, I cannot. There's a guy there I don't like, but but no, I'm not. In all seriousness, I just look yeah. at. Uh, I'm surprised I didn't put anything Arsenal Tottenham. I looked and I didn't really couldn't really think of anything for that game. But I think I think either I think either Burnley or Villa take like all three points. I think it'll be Villa to be fair. I think United do 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 handle business this weekend. In all seriousness, I'm but I'm, I'm still I'm still it. a believer. I'm still a believer in the company project. So I would not be shocked if if this is the start of like uh you know uh the season going better than it is right now for Burnley but it'll be tough man United are desperate at the moment and that's they're they're fighting for their lives so yeah, they are actually they don't do that on the pitch but you know Ten Hag Ten Hag's this is as big life. of a must win as as you can get this early in the season because once it gets to those games yeah they've, they've, about, they've, they um they've conceded three goals in three games for the first time since like 1978. So this is unprecedented unprecedented territory they're in right now. Wow. Um that's crazy. So yeah, so I don't I don't man. Man, is, you could make a real a... argument for them that they should have no zero wins. They should have drew Wolves in the first week and then they had the 2-0 comeback versus Forest. Like it's been bad every game. Yeah. Man, what a what a good time to be an Arsenal fan. That's all I have to say. This whole season is what a time to be alive. But uh Exactly. Another episode in the books, man. 13 done, 14 next week. Inshallah, yes, sir. Inshallah, but I mean, as always, bro, pleasure. This is uh, you know, this season we're cooking. Yeah. <laughs> as consistent as it gets, bro. Yes, yes, you know, yes. So we gotta keep at it, inshallah. Inshallah, but uh thank you guys as always for listening. Pleasure. And uh, you guys take care of yourselves. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yalla.